everyone and welcome to Sessions with Amy. These sessions are designed to help you become the best version of yourself, to be happy, healthy, joyful, content and fulfilled, cultivating what Andrea Green calls the kick-ass life. In these sessions, you'll be given tips, strategies and ideas to create your unique toolkit for your success. Join me as we explore what it takes to get rid of bad habits and cultivate healthy habits. Hello and welcome to today's session. Now, if you hear meowing in the background, my beautiful cat, Peanut, was snoozing on the bed and I have interrupted and disturbed him. And therefore, he's lounging on me and loves being shown attention. So I will try and avoid him sooking, but I cannot make any guarantees because he does like being the center of attention. Now I could do a whole session on peanut, but today is all about books. Yes, it is. Now I know not everyone is a book reader. I know some people prefer audio books or some people prefer to just watch movies or television shows or documentaries. I understand that. But ever since I was little, I have loved reading books. I've read pretty much all of Roald Dahl's books. I have, I grew up reading Little Women. I read all of the Harry Potter series, the Twilight series, Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, I've read the Lord of the Rings series. And I've read, you know, other little books here and there. I've read all of Joan Austen. So I was the kind of person that I'd read a book here and I'd read a book there. And I know some people struggle with reading. I know some people, they'll read and get distracted and they forget what they just read. And, you know, you put the book down, you know, maybe you come back to it and you've completely forgot. So you go back to the last place you read. And some people just give up and don't even bother. And I know that there are also other people that will read copious amounts of books. And some people are even speed readers. And I know some people will read, you know, one book a week. So they'll read you know, four books a month and, you know, um, you know, four books a month. So, you know, that's 48 books a year. Some people can read, you know, a book in a couple of days. I know that my grandmother loved reading Patricia Cornwell and James Patterson. Um, and I know that she could destroy a book in a couple of days. So there's all different levels of reading. Uh, You know, as a child, I grew up reading Clifford the Big Red Dog and um, Spot. Um, 
and I grew up reading Beatrix Potter, the whole Beatrix Potter series. Um, and then last year I really focused on, you know, personal development books. And I've read a lot of Christian books as well, um, Russell Evans and John Bevere and Lisa Bevere and um, Neil T. Anderson. So, you know, my, my book reading is kind of all over the place. So I put together my pile of books that I read uh, 2019 and I read a lot of books last year during COVID. So I'm going to go through each book uh, that I've read uh, and why I chose to read it. Um, so a few recommendations for you. Um, there's a few books I haven't started to read yet, so I'll also explain, you know, why they are on my to-read list. So, the first one I'm going to start with is Little Women. So, the Little Women book I have is, it's a small little red book. Um, it's quite old. Um, so, this is, if I can see... It should show me somewhere. Is it going to show me? Oh. Um, well, there's a little inscription that's being crossed out. So, to someone, happy birthday, 1963. Um, so, all it shows is where it was printed. Um, doesn't actually tell me how old it is, but it is an old book. So I have watched the original, original Little Women in Black and White with Elizabeth Taylor. I've watched the 1994 version with Winona Ryder and um, Susan Sarandon and Christian Bale. Um, and I've watched the most recent one with... Uh, Emma Watson and Saoirse Ronan and what I love about the book and what bothers me about the movie is that the character of Beth is dramatically changed from the book to the movie and I've never understood that so whilst the movies are terrific I have to appreciate them as a movie separate from the book because they don't really pay the book any real justice. So if you've never read Little Women, it is about um, the four daughters. Um, um, the March Girls. The March Girls. So it's, um, it's Margaret, who everyone calls Meg. Um, Josephine that everyone calls Joe, um, Elizabeth that everyone calls Beth and Amy. Um, it's America 1854 so it's during the Civil War time um, and it just shows you you know their journey from being you know young girls into women and the most recent remake actually had a lot of events in Little Women happen um, 
you know, after the original movie. So I think the movie's set like five years after certain events. Um, and it does go back and forth a bit. So it can be a little bit confusing as to what is a memory that's being recollected and what is something that's happening right now. But it was an interesting take on the story. So that's a book, you know, I definitely go back to uh, on a regular basis. Um, I just finished reading Pride and Prejudice last week. So one of Jane Austen's classic tales, our um, five Bennett girls um, and Mr. Darcy and um, Mr. Bingley. Um, And, you know, all of the fun escapades that go with, you know, trying to marry well and trying to avoid the pitfalls of a mismatch. Um, So in the book, which I've yet to see any of the film adaptations do, is it actually shows you what happens, you know, after the film finishes. So it actually shows you... Um, you know, Jane living with Bingley, um, not in Netherfield, they actually purchased a property in Derbyshire. Um, you know, um, Darcy and Elizabeth Bennet are living, um, at Pembley together. Um, Lydia and Wickham are still living up in the north, um, very much excluded, um, very much, um, ostracized from society um you know very much uh unwelcome um in polite society um it seems that uh kitty um, eventually got married off um and it looks like mary's gonna be a spinster um but it was really cool it's like oh why don't why doesn't any movie show what happens next so that's also another good thing about the books is that it always actually, you know, finishes the story nicely. So that one. So in 2019, um, when Matt was um, playing lawn bowls and we were traveling for it, um, I actually read Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic. And this was amazing where she really talked about the power of the universe and how you have the ability to create your life. And one story that I love that she shares is that she was writing a book and she allowed life to get in the way and she kept on putting the book on the back burner on the back burner on the back burner and she went to a conference and she met this lovely lady and i think they either shook hands or they hugged you know this is well well and truly before covid because i understand some of you will be listening you know from um you know um 2021 and beyond and It was a few months later that they met up and this lady uh, had had lunch with Elizabeth 
and said to Elizabeth, I've been writing a story. And Elizabeth is like, oh, I'd love to hear what you're writing about. Now, I want you to bear in mind at no point in the knowing of this lady had Elizabeth ever shared with this lady the story that she put on the back burner. So the lady that met Elizabeth at lunch started sharing what her book was about. Now, a couple of things were different, but in its core, this book that this lady was writing was the book that Elizabeth had put on the back burner. So Elizabeth shares that every story has a soul. And if you choose to love and feed and care for that soul, you will have the right and the privilege to be that story's author. However, if you don't show that book, that story, love, time and attention, its soul will actually go and find someone who is willing and prepared to give it love, time and attention. And Elizabeth shares that this is exactly what happened to the soul of this book. Now, Elizabeth also shares that she wasn't angry at this woman. She wasn't like, oh my gosh, she stole my story. I'm going to make sure I get my royalty payment. No, Elizabeth was so, um, she was so open about the fact that this woman had done nothing wrong. She had just welcomed the soul of a story and decided to give it time, love and attention. And from losing that story, it actually reinvigorated Elizabeth's passion that nothing was going to force her to ever put a story on the back burner again. That as soon as the soul of a story, you know, asked her the question of, do you want to be my author? You know, Elizabeth was like, yes. And she, you know, writes and she doesn't let anything get in her way. So that was an incredible um, book to read. And there's incredible stories in it, but that's the one that just, oh, it just hit me. And that could be something that's holding you back. You might be putting something on the back burner, putting something on the back burner and if you would only give it love, time and attention, something beautiful could come out of it. So another book I read last year was Sell Like Crazy. So I had been following a guy on Facebook and he recommended the book and I absolutely devoured the book. And I messaged him a few times about aspects of the book. And, you know, that's when he confided in me that I had actually read more of the book than he had. And I was like, mate, don't be going talking about a book that you don't know the ins and outs of. Because that might have just been, you know, one good thing in the book and the rest is shit. Like, seriously, know your stuff. And, you know, Sell Like Crazy is 
how to get as many clients, customers and sales as you can possibly handle. Now, a lot of it's to do with marketing and, you know, Facebook ads and Google ads and, you know, it's very in-depth stuff and a lot of it did go over my head, um, but it was really interesting. Um, you know, there were certain um, areas that really caught my eye. It's like, oh, that, that's actually a really good thing, um, you know, to, to think about and consider and, and there are some fantastic, you know, tips and, and hints throughout it that you can really implement if you do want to take, um, you know, your business to the next level through, you know, ads and Facebook and stuff. Um, so sell like crazy. And then another book that I read was, what was the next one I read? That is my to read pile. Yes. Um, so at the start of last year, um, there was a lady in uh, one of my uh, networking groups that she wanted to actually finally finish reading a book. Um, and she had tried to read this book about five times and she said that she dropped off always around day 11. So I'm like, hey, I love a good challenge. Um, and it's the secret, the magic. So it's 28 days of gratitude. So every day, Rhonda Byrne gives you a challenge to do for the day to be grateful. And she's got incredible quotes um, all throughout the book. Um, now, some of the gratitude exercises you just do once throughout the 28 days. But there are other activities that you're doing it every day and you're just stacking other activities on the top of it. Um, so that's a fantastic challenge to do for yourself. Whether, whether you do it once in the year or you do it multiple times throughout the year. Uh, I've done it, th- I did it three times last year. Um, and each time I did it, I got so much out of it. You know, I got a lot out of it the first time, the second time I went a little bit deeper, um, and the third time I went deeper again. Um, so that's The Secret, The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. So that was a fantastic one to read, um, but I also loved it because it was so fun and interactive. Another one that I read was The Path of Least Resistance by Robert Fritz, learning to become the creative force in your own life. Now, this is a hard read. It's not a big book. It's a very small book. It's, what is it? It's under 300 pages. Um, under 300? Yeah, like 285 pages. And the reason why it's a hard book is the start of the book, um everything I've kind of grown up with and you know everything that a lot of people are teaching he pretty much says you know wash that down the sink it's a whole bunch of hogwash but if you stick with it if you keep reading through it he actually starts giving you some really good ideas and some really fantastic suggestions that do help you break out of bad habits and do help you start creating some good habits. So 
it certainly will make you question things. Um, you know, his point of view, there's certain parts where I'm like, you're an idiot. And then there's other parts that I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Um, and then there'll be another part, I'm like, you're such an idiot. And then the next part will be like, oh, that makes sense. So it's a hard read, but it is worth reading. Now, it was probably 2019, I watched The Art of Tidying on Netflix and I decided that I would go out and I would buy the book and I read that last year during lockdown. So The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying by Marie Kondo is absolutely fantastic. So she breaks down every step of the tidying process. Um, She gives you her personal insights of her own personal tidying journey. Um, She really breaks um, a lot of habits um, and she really helps you to get to the heart of, you know, deep-seated issues of what's led you to where you are right now. Um, and what you can do to turn the situation around. So instead of going through, you know, one minute I'm clean, the next minute I'm messy, the next minute I'm clean, the next minute I'm messy, this book helps you to finally nip the messiness in the butt and finally have control over your home and your life. That's a fantastic read as well. So of my Christian books, Last year, I read Lisa Bevere's You Are Not What You Weigh, End Your War With Food and Discover Your True Value. And I actually had this as a Facebook series. Um, Each chapter was a um, one-night session where I asked questions. Um, And each chapter gives you incredible insights um, and can truly help you break through Um, that feeling of food controls your life and that you can never um, be truly beautiful, it really helps you to say, hey, you can break free and you can have an incredible life. Let's change how you talk about yourself. Let's change how you see yourself. Let's change your relationship with food and let's have you actually have a healthy uh, relationship with food. So, It's a fantastic read. Um, You know, there's an incredible section of the signs to look out for if you think someone has bulimia, if you think someone has anorexia. Um, You know, there's incredible statistics throughout the book, um, incredible um, biblical quotes um, and testimonials from people who have read the book and applied its principles. Um, So that's definitely um, one that I truly recommend for everyone. Even if you're not a Christian, you will get incredible value out of reading it. So a few years ago, an old friend of mine um, was beautiful enough to gift me the Jane Austen Handbook, A Sensible Yet Elegant Guide to Her World. So this book is a a how-to of really how the women 
um, of the time period that Jane sets her books in lived. Um, and, you know, you get insights into Jane's life herself, um, you know, information about each book, um, you know, when the books were written, when they were published, um, you know, film adaptations, um, all the other works. So um, everyone knows about Pride and Prejudice, Persuasion, Sense and Sensibility, Emma, Northanger Abbey, Mansfield Park. Um, but there were other little books that she wrote. Um, so the Juvenilia, which was three notebooks. Um, the History of England, which was a parody of serious histories. Um, Lady Susan was a novella in letters. Um, the Watsons, which was a darker version of Pride and Prejudice. Um, Sandition. Um, so she only completed 12 chapters of Sandition before she died. Um, but it's really interesting, like, you know, um, Mr. Darcy earning 10000 a year, you know, equates to him making, I think it equated to him making like $3 million a year or something. Um, and you know, how to get dressed and how to do your hair and, um, the rules of dancing and the rules of courting. So it's a, it's a fun little book and, and it certainly, uh, opens your eyes to, um, you know, how life was for a woman and how life was for a man back in, you know, the 1800s. Um, so that's a fun little book, um, that, you know, I've read a couple of times. Uh, last year, um, Kathy Coover, um, so the co-founder of Isogenics, um, she wrote a book called Resilient, uh, Lessons Learned, Lives Changed. Um, throughout, so throughout the book is testimonies, um, you know, her personal journey um, from being a network marketer way back when. Um, I'm not going to give away her age because she does not look her age. She looks stunning for, you know, how old she is. Um, but the lessons that she's learned over a lifetime, um, and giving us a simple system to identify your, um, major moments, um, employ the right mental approach and take massive action towards creating the life of your dreams. Um, it's a small book. It's a really easy and beautiful read. Um, and it's a fantastic insight into, you know, one of the top, you know, networkers um, of our time. So that's a great one. I have just started reading another Christian book um, by Neil T. Anderson. So Who I Am in Christ. Um, so this was gifted to me um, by a Bible study leader um, when I moved from Victoria to Western Australia. So it's a very sentimental book as well. Um, so it's broken up into three parts. Um, a lot of Bible verses, a lot of Bible references, um, but also a lot of um, Neil's uh, personal experiences, not only as a, a minister, but as a counsellor. Um, and also uh, experiences from his students um, 
doing his uh, schooling uh, ministry programs. Um, so this is probably the third time um, that I've read this. Um, it, it's it's a quick read. Um, it's very easy and comfortable to read. Um, I would read it on the train um, every day before work, so it, I got through it very quickly. Um, so I'll be reading it, you know, when Matt plays bowls. Um, and it's a fantastic book for really reaffirming who you are and really looking at your soul and, you know, your gifts that you can offer the world um, outside of what you physically look like. So that's a book that, you know, I definitely enjoy reading. So at Christmas time, I was gifted George S. Klassen's The Richest Man in Babylon. Um, every time I listen to David T.S. Wood um, interview someone on My Extra Mile, um, there's so many people he's interviewed that this is a book that they read and changed their lives. So um, definitely um, looking at, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to reading it. Um, and seeing how much it's going to impact my life um, as much as it has impacted, you know, wealthy um, entrepreneurs. Um, I participated in um, Eric Warre's uh, seven-day recruiting challenge on Facebook um, at the end of um, 2020. And uh, one of the people that he interviewed was Marie Forleo. And um, Marie Folio wrote, everything is figureoutable. Um, and she shares that she grew up with a mum that fixed everything without even knowing what she was doing. Like she would fix the radio, even though she wasn't an electrician. She would fix the tiles in the bathroom, even though she wasn't a tiler. You know, if something was broken in the house, she'd fix it. And one day, you know, Marie asked her mum, Mum, how is it you're able to do all this stuff? And she's like, Marie, everything is figureoutable. Um, which, you know, inspired her to create this book. So, um, you know, it, it's got incredible reviews from Cheryl Strait, um, who wrote Wild. Um, who, you know, did the Pacific, um, that specific coast trails, um, walk, um, that Reese Witherspoon, um, did the movie of, um, Elizabeth Gilbert gave it a review, um, Brené Brown, um, Ariana Huffington, Seth Godin, um, you know, all give it incredible reviews. Um, so face your fears, fulfill your dreams, Find a better way forward. Um, be full on enthusiastic. Have a no pull, have a no bullshit directness and ferocious commitment to self accountability. Um, stop being stuck and frustrated. Take heart. Um, everything truly is figureoutable. So I'm really looking forward to um, reading through that and uh, implementing uh, some of her strategies. And then another book that was highly recommended to me, and um, it's the book that I will 
uh, finish on is High Performance Habits by Brendan Bruchard. So this is a book that a lot of um, people in my community have read um, and they've recommended um, and a lot of people who, you know, decide they're going to read 10 pages of a book a day every day, um, every single one of them has this um, in their, you know, pile of books that they've read um, and, you know, something that they go back to all the time. So why do some individuals and teams succeed more quickly than others and sustain that success over the long term? Um, The ones that pull it off, why are some miserable and others consistently happy? And what motivates people to reach for higher levels of success in the first place and what practices help them improve the most? Um, So I'm really interested to um, get into that as well. Um, So I do try and read, you know, 10, sometimes 20 pages of a book a day. I don't rush through a book. I really do allow myself to absorb that book. Um, And usually when Matt is playing bowls, um, I usually get a good, you know, five, six hours in of reading. Um, And then when I'm doing my market stalls, that's when I'm getting like eight hours of reading in. Um, So, you know... Once I've finished Who I Am in Christ, I'm definitely going to be doing The Richest Man in Babylon. Then Everything is Figureoutable and then High Performance Habits. So all of these books can be purchased online um, or they can be purchased at your local bookstore. So I know not all of you are book readers. Some of you might need to download these as audibles and just listen to them. I completely understand that. Um, But some of you absolutely love to read and uh, you're going to enjoy uh, checking these books out. Um, And as I said, some of them you're going to love and you'll probably go back to again and again. Um, And some of them, they just may not be your cup of tea. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, Um, I tried to read this book. It was about a book club and I just got confused with who was who. I, I couldn't keep track in my head, you know, if there were, you know, I I couldn't remember, you know, who Susan was or who Natalie was or who Helen was or who Elizabeth was. I, I kept on getting lost and like, oh, is she, is she the lesbian or, or is she the one who um, wants to divorce her husband? Or, or is she the one that is divorced from her husband? Um, I, I just, I couldn't keep track. I kept on losing who was who. And it was so confusing. It just, it wasn't an enjoyable book to read that I actually didn't finish it. And that's what you're going to find with some books. Some books you're just going to read and not be able to put it down. Like... Dan Brown's Inferno. I think I destroyed that in a couple of weeks. Um, The Twilight books. I think I destroyed Twilight like on Christmas Day. Um, I just was completely immersed and I just, I couldn't put it down. I couldn't stop reading. It was so amazing and it was so enjoyable to read. But then I know I've read other books and I'm like, oh my God, no, can't finish this. 
So it's great when people make recommendations, especially, you know, when they're opening their, your eyes to maybe something new. Um, but it's okay for you not to enjoy everything that's recommended to you. Um, and that's the beauty of books, you know. Books have their niche. Books have their audience. You might be a part of that niche and you might be a part of the audience, but you may also not be, and that's okay. So I want to thank you for uh, tuning in to this session, um, and I would love for you to reach out to me. Um, if you've got book recommendations, I would love to know what books you just read again and again. Or I would love to know if there's a book that you read that just changed your life. Um, I know for a lot of network marketers, like Universe is telling me I need to go buy Rich Dad, Poor Dad um, and The Barefoot Investor. Like every network marketer has read and used those books and like those books changed everything. Um... But yeah, if you've got a book that you just love and you enjoy reading it again and again or it changed your life, um, reach out. I always love adding books to my library um, and having more and more resources to be able to access. So enjoy the rest of your morning, enjoy the rest of your evening, and I will see you on the next episode. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us in today's episode and we hope you got incredible value from it. Make sure that you leave us a rating out of five and a review and make sure you join our community on Facebook and Instagram, empowered, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D with Amy, A-M-I-E. Have a fantastic day. And we'll see you in the next episode.